0: And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there.
1: Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast,
0: full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Hey, 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 welcome back to Pure Victory Podcast, Matt and Braden here, and before we dive in, I just want to share a little bit about Pure Freedom Community, I know I've I've touched on it before, but... Um, but it's really cool. It's for men over 18, and it's totally free to join. Um, We've just got guys from all over the world, obviously, in there. And and we're doing things every month. We're doing live teachings, like a series of live teachings, or we're doing challenges. We're doing opportunities for guys to connect with each other. and And there's just a lot of support that we're trying to offer in there for people. Um, whether they're in paid programs or not, um, everybody's valuable. We label them mighty men in pure freedom community, which is awesome because it's after David and his mighty men in, in scripture where David beat Goliath. And then they had all these wars against the Philistines. And then gradually people just started following David. And there's all these men that were disgruntled and discouraged and depressed in life. and And a lot of people that um, so are stuck in sexual sin, or their, you know, their wives are maybe thinking of leaving them, or whatever the situation is with these guys in in the community. We, they're, they they feel like those men that that started following David, where they were depressed and discouraged, but but they were David's mighty men, and together they, the number grew, the number of men kept growing that followed David, and they ended up winning a bunch of wars and seeing the Lord provide victory, and so that's what we're wanting to do with these. With these men is provide um, a, an equipping place where they can then go and make an impact and they can get free themselves. But guys are now trying to start events at their churches and, um, and inviting their, their friends to, to get free and they're just impacting people in that way alone. So, so it's pretty cool. So if you're a man over 18 and you're not in the community yet, I encourage you to do that as purefc.ca. So pure freedom community. So purefc.ca. And there's a link in the show notes. There's a link on the YouTube video. Um, And, uh, and then if you're not like, if you're a woman or if you're a guy under 18 or, or just even if you're a man over 18 and you can join yourself, just think of who you, who could you send that to? Is it a friend or is it a relative, uh, maybe a mentor, a pastor, even like, Hey, this is a resource for men at your church that you guys could, could send people to, um, yeah. Who could you send it to? Because it's just a cool place. And thankfully I, I hear from people, um, on a weekly basis almost where they're just like, thank you for. For hosting this and for putting this on, and and it's it's nice for me to see that people are taking ownership in it, and people are interacting and posting each day, and um, it's just cool because a lot of guys are having conversations with others that they've never had in their lives before. So, so anyways, all that to say, if you're over eighteen, you're a man. There's a place for you. Um, it's safe. It's confidential within the group. Everything's um, there's security online, um, and so your info won't won't get out. Um, Today we're going to talk about sex and making love. Isn't that the same thing? Well, it could be the same thing, but it's not always the same thing. And so there could be a difference between simply having sex
1: and making love with the way that God designed. Yeah. So we'll give you uh, what we mean by this, an understanding of this. So sex, what we mean by sex is maybe the broader cultural understanding of sex. It's just a physical act. It's self-focused. It's about my pleasure. It's using another to get a quote-unquote need met. And that's what we view, it's just friction, um, a physical point of contact with another and nothing more than that. Whereas making love is a fuller picture of what God designed for us, where we know another and are fully known. We're vulnerable, but we have safety in that. We have commitment, we have security. And then the way that God designed that is to be experienced within marriage, to know this one person over a lifetime fully. And that's what making love is, is focusing on another, not focusing on myself. And um, there's a big difference between the two. And sometimes that difference is blurred in our culture. Um, Maybe we think that sex equals making love and and maybe vice versa. But uh, there is a damaging component to this if this is how we view sex um, in the sense of uh, it's just a physical act versus making love. There's a damage that happens to us. And there's a big difference in our motives, too, um, when it comes to this. Right, Matt? Like, there's a huge difference in what our motivation behind both. Um, and to give us a clear picture, our motivation with making love is connection, a deep connection with another and that being our spouse. Our motive with sex is to get pleasure, um, self-focused, to have an orgasm and whatever else need arises out of that as well. So that's the big difference in our motives and we live out of those motives, right? And it, I think there's a clear path that... Uh, comes from both and one path is better than the other in our estimation and in God's estimation too. So we're getting that from God. It's not from us, it's from God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The other day, my my wife made these things and our four-year-old David, he loves helping, which is awesome. Some people say he won't always love helping. I'm sure that they're always just going to help us with everything, but (laughs) no, it's cute when they're they're not able to help a lot and they want to help, right? So he's there, but they, so they were, they were making, they're called haystacks Mm-hmm. And it's a snack with coconut sprinkles or whatever it is, oh, or, or shavings. Man, they're so good. Yep. They're and they're healthy too. They, they. I said to Louise, "It's so awesome having a healthy treat that doesn't ha- doesn't taste healthy. It's awesome." And so they have all these ingredients. Obviously, they went out. They they like shopped and then they got stuff and they're putting all these in- ingredients together to make what they wanted at the end. When you're pursuing sex, what are the ingredients? well, man needs an erection, woman needs a vagina that's a little bit moist, and put the penis in the vagina, you're having sex. That's the ingredient. When you're making love, it's different. Because think about that. Think about what love is. And so love is like there's an emotional connection, a spiritual connection. To love is to lay your life down for the sake of another, to pursue pleasure for that person. So when you're having sex... Are you making love? When you're when you're when you're coming together with your spouse, are you just pursuing sex? Or are you trying to make the whole experience one of love? And I know that especially early in my marriage, that was not what I did. <laughs> it was it was say, hey, let's have sex. Like we can have sex and and there were plenty of times where it was not enjoyable for my wife, to say the least, and I just did it anyway. Just selfish. And and then I'd be upset. Like, why don't you enjoy it? And or why aren't you even more into it? And just, uh, it, it was about sex. And I didn't understand this concept of laying my life down in the, this, um, activity of sex where I'm solely about her, solely about her own safety, not just her physical pleasure, but like her safety, her emotional connection, her heart being cared for, all of that stuff. That's where you're making love. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember, like <laughs> just full disclosure like Brad and I we we were virgins when we were married mm-hmm. so we never had these full hookups i know for me i i fondled with a with my hands just with a girl uh, that i dated but but i never even did that with girls that i wasn't with and so i i i've never been in that scenario where you just kind of randomly hook up with someone mm-hmm. and so because of that i'm kind of curious to know what it's li- like just because i'm like i don't i don't understand it it seems awkward to me yeah. seems like such an awkward scenario from start yeah. to finish and so i remember i was i asked a buddy a few years ago who kept meeting these girls on apps and hooking up with them and he worked out of town and he'd have to pay for his own hotel sometimes so he'd just find a girl in that town and have like sleep at her place and oh, man.
1: Yeah.
0: and take advantage and so he i asked him like what's it like like you meet this girl Uh, And I wasn't asking for like my own curiosity that I want to do it. I was just like, I don't understand why this is a thing that you enjoy doing. It seems so awkward. And so I, I, and that's not to put judgment on anyone. People get involved in different things and we become numb to things that we do over and over. And I understand that. But I asked him, what's it like? So he said, well, yeah, I meet the girl online. We start talking. Both of us know that we just want to hook up. And so I go over to her house and, and I said, do you like, introduce yourselves do you talk and like <laughs> right. talk first like do you hang out right do you like like what's it like like do you have drinks or what yeah. and he said no like she opens the door and we start making out immediately i was like wow and and he smokes <laughs> and i'm like oh there's yeah. no judgment on smokers but i'm like okay your breath doesn't smell good no do no. you warn her that you smoke <laughs> like <laughs> coming at you i reek <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. And then when you're done, then what? Like, do you like what's it like? I just it's so sad because what no matter what, like even if you're both understanding that you're using each other, which is what you're doing, mm-hmm. even if you're both fully in agreement of that, everything is consensual, that's still warping your view of sex. It's changing your view and like everything that you think about what sex is is gift from God that's supposed to be powerful in a good way it's warping your view of that and you slowly over time become more and more numb and and it changes who you are really it it, like you you can't fully express who you are when when like god made you to live in a certain way and you're doing this which is so outside of how he made you to live and i remember this other buddy he was he was married and hooking up with all these girls and and eventually he got convicted of it and so he brought me into this scenario more just asking for my help because he was saying that that uh he he was talking to this one girl especially on on Snapchat and so he wanted me to go and change the password on his Snapchat and not tell him what it was and then send a message to this girl to say that he didn't want anything to do with it with her anymore and so I went into this into his Snapchat and I was reading this conversation with this girl and I was like, man, this is a totally different dude. Like, I had known this guy from church for a few years. This guy like grew up going to Bible quizzing, um, which if you don't know what that is, there's like students, uh, young kids, teenagers, or whatever that they memorize scriptures or and they memorize whole chapters of the Bible, mm-hmm. and then they have competitions. And so, anyways, he has a lot of scripture. Like, he grew up in the church, and say his name is is Gary. His name's not Gary, but let's just say it's Gary. I'm going into this conversation and this on Snapchat and, and I said to this girl, like, hey, Gary is not wanting to interact anymore. He's married. His wife now knows what's going on. And she goes, oh, he told me his name was John and I didn't know he was married. And then she's just like throwing all these LOLs out, like laughing at the scenario because she doesn't even care about him. And then he paid her, like he would pay these girls. And I'd said, oh, so you'd hook up with prostitutes? And he's like, no, they weren't prostitutes. They're just girls that I would pay.
1: I'm like that's the same side of this, the, the coin, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, the difference yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, um, but he said he would pay them so that he could control them, what they do, and so he would send these messages saying like, "This is what when I'm going to show up. This is what you're going to be wearing. This is what you're going to do." Everything was totally controlled, and, and I asked him what it was like. He said it's all just a business transaction, and like how sad that it's a business transaction where you're totally in control but it's still sex and he became a different person i was reading these conversations i'm like this doesn't sound like him it sounds like a totally different person you want to be able to fully express who you are in this really intimate godly thing with your spouse and don't pretend to be someone else like you can be you and you can really connect with these people or with, with the person that you're married to and create this atmosphere of love where you're making love. You're stirring up love with one another. It's so different than the control or the awkwardness or the lack of personal interaction or changing your name, not even telling people who you are. Mm-hmm. It's just so different. And So there's a difference between hooking up and obviously healthy, making love in marriage. But also there's there's differences in marriage between really making love in a healthy way and just purely having sex. Eh?
1: Yeah, there there is for sure. And sometimes when we're coming into marriage, we still bring an understanding of sex, what we thought it's supposed to be or what uh, our world has portrayed it as being. And we bring that into marriage and realize pretty quickly that isn't going to work. It's because it's not the way God designed it. He designed us to engage in a deeper activity um, that is powerful. And um, that requires more than just a physical thing. It requires us... Loving another requires us serving another, requires us to be vulnerable emotionally, spiritually, and physically with another person. And sex actually removes all of that, Um, what we mean by the cultural understanding of sex. It removes all of that. And if anything, it makes us more guarded as a person. Um, We're not able to connect with another because we know this when you sleep around a lot with multiple partners, you do bind with them on an emotional level. Level, you do bind with him on a physical level, even if you try really hard not to, <laughs> you do. There's a chemical concoction happening in your brain that is designed to bind you with people, or that, well, with your spouse, I should say. Um, but when you do with multiple people, um, your ability to connect to any one person is limited and sometimes seared completely. You don't have that ability anymore. So it actually creates you to be more, more guarded um, with others. And the power that sex has is lost. It becomes meaningless. There's no meaning to sex anymore just transactional. There's no deeper understanding of serving another person. There's no deeper understanding, commitment and love of being vulnerable, knowing and being known. There's no understanding of that at all. It's removed completely. And this is the damage that our world's teaching on sex has done. Um, If anything, the enemy's behind that. But that that teaching has left us void. Um, It has made sex... Uh, just about a self, about pleasure, um, about pursuing that. And you're never going to find it. That's why people that sleep around a lot, they often have a high body count. We talked about body count. They keep having to sleep with lots of people to get the same high that they once did. And they're desperately looking for connection and they can't find it. It's like they're seeking and searching the world for this one point of connection, never finding it, never uh, experiencing that. So they have to keep looking. Whereas what God's design is you do that without your spouse, that one person that you grow in a lifelong journey together of making love. And how beautiful of a picture is that? And that beauty is lost. Sometimes people view God as this killjoy. He's trying to kill my fun, right? He's telling me, don't do this. And I don't understand the reason why. He just tells me not to. And that's not the the case. God wants you to flourish. He wants you to have abundance in life. He wants the best for you. So he designed sex to connect you deeply with your spouse. And when you don't do that, when you decide to go outside of God's boundaries, um, you're going to be hurt and you're going to hurt other people. The way that you're going to be hurt is, yeah, physically, you know, your brain might become rewired over time towards uh, needing to really experience advanced behavior to have any kind of movement in your brain, as far as feeling that dopamine, (laughs) you're going to be very wounded. Um, and not only that, I mean, the way that we hurt others too in this, because we're doing the same thing, um, they're engaging in an activity that, uh, we are as well, but they're being hurt. We're being hurt. We're using them. They're using us. It's, uh, it's really damaging. Um, I remember (laughs) we were talking about this before coming on, but that scene in the office, you know, that show, the office, but Michael is the main character. He uh, goes to a different city and uh, he's a guy that really wants intimate connection. You know this throughout the series, the TV show. But anyways, he he has this random hookup with this this girl that works at this hotel and they sleep together this one night. And there's a scene in this this particular episode where she boots him out in the middle of the night. And he has to knock on the door because he doesn't have his shoes. And he's like, "Can I get my shoes?" And she throws his shoes out, basically. (laughs) And here's he's just there. He's left there staring at the door. And it's funny, but it's really sad because here's a man who wants connection, and what he's left with a closed door. You know, and that's that's a great visualization for what happens for for us when we engage in that kind of behavior of just sex. Like we don't have connection. We don't have it at all. Um, so that's the difference between that hookup culture versus marriage The world says hookup culture is empowering, you know, sow your wild oats, um, experience as much sex as you can, and you won't have any damage to you. You know, sex is just this one thing, part of your life that doesn't affect anything. And then you get married and experience wonderful sex. That's what the world teaches, but that's not the way God designed it. He designed it to connect us with one person. The world's lying to you. Culture's lying to you and the enemy is lying to you. Making love is so much better, so much fuller, um, and we want that for you.
0: Yeah, and I remember when I was especially first married, I'm not saying I've arrived, but when I was first married, I didn't understand at all what making love was. It was just selfish motive, like you're saying, brought it into marriage, this, this selfish motive with sex. And lots of times where, where it wouldn't be pleasurable, to say the least, with my wife um, for her, and and she just kind of had to bear it, just. Just yeah. get through the moment, and and then I'd be upset. Like, why aren't you more into it? And everything was about me. And then she was in pain, and I'm like prioritizing my pleasure over her. And man, like, what? I don't, it's like embarrassing to even say. I'm not really embarrassed. So it's like it is what it is. And and but once I once I really realized, it took I don't know when in my marriage, but a few years in, I really realized the damage that I had caused in just pursuing my own selfish pleasure in sex and putting that above her man there was so much damage that, that it caused and and uh and not just with sex but like with the marriage in general because when you're making love like the ingredients of love is like we're saying like there's emotional connection there's safety there's knowing that the other person values and prioritizes you um and i wasn't doing that and so I was pursuing sex, but I wasn't pursuing making love. I remember when I was single, I heard this guy at a Promise Keepers event up in here in Edmonton, in Canada, and he was he was talking about that his whole marriage up until that point, or it was like forty four years of his marriage, he was hooked on porn, and then he finally dealt with it. He got rid of porn, and he was like, I never knew what making love was until I quit porn he's like then it it just became different and i didn't understand what that was like cuz i was single and i'd never had sex i didn't get it but a few years into my marriage i got it cuz i'm like man i've been i've been just pursuing sex for myself and putting myself before my wife and it just has caused so much trouble and pain and then i realized like when like love is not selfish at all it's dying to yourself it's putting someone else first and not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually and caring for them. And and if they don't want sex, then that's how you make love with them mm-hmm. is you just cuddle them. And and the whole experience is you're making love before when you're pursuing and then you're making love during and then you're making love after when you're cuddling. And it's different than just, just like cleaning up and putting your clothes on and, and right. like going to bed or leaving someone's house or whatever you do. Like the whole experience is... Is making love. It's not just the intercourse, and so there's there's just so much power to the intimacy that happens when couples can really understand what making love is, and that it's it's not this pursuit of your own pleasure. It's actually the pursuit of their pleasure, and mm-hmm. whatever the pleasure is that they want, that's who you go for. it Whether it's the emotional pleasure, physical pleasure, whatever, that's what you try to provide for them, mm-hmm. and that's when that's when making love is really powerful. Yeah. Now I remember my my premarital counselor who doesn't say making love, he says love making. I don't I forget. <laughs> he explained once why he says it. I'm like, okay, it's just funny. We yeah. always laugh, but but uh but he was like, When you're love making, invite the Holy Spirit in. And it's just there's a lot of power in that. And it sounds weird and sounds funny, but God really wants to be there and he loves it. He designed for you to do this in marriage. And so when you can pray together um for those experiences or maybe even right before i know some couples almost make a habit of that i'm not saying it's every time but but times where they'll they'll pray and then they'll make love and i'm like that's actually really cool because there's spiritual component there's a there's a recreational component to it where you're having fun together there's a emotional and physical component and there's just a lot right and so it's not just seeking this hookup where Maybe it's just like one of you getting pleasure um, or maybe it's both of you and then you just leave and it's all physical. Um, Because we can can be married and we can be, quote, making love, but not actually making love because we're just having sex. And so we need to really consider in our marriages, are we really making love and and could
1: it be improved? Mm -hmm. I don't know why some of those points I heard Barry White's voice. Oh, yeah. Love making. I don't have a deep voice, but <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, that just ruined all your point there. But anyways, uh, I think that's... We, should, so, we shouldn't <laughs> take that one second clip there and make it... That would go viral, maybe. I think so, yeah. But you're right. And within the context of marriage, we can miss this point. Um, and, you know, I, I within the church, sometimes I think we need to come to terms with some of the teaching that we've had that's been kind of damaging in this regard. We do have a duty to one another, but that doesn't mean that one's uh, pleasure supersedes another's pain. And too often, I think, generally speaking, this with with women, um, they've been told that you need to fulfill your duty to your husband, regardless of what you're feeling. Um, if Even if he's not being kind to you or he's not treating you well, you need to fulfill your duty to him because otherwise you're not being a good wife and, and go down the list. right? And that's created a lot of shame and a lot of guilt for, for women. And um, I'm so sorry that's happened to you if you're a woman listening out there. Um, that's not what making love is. And for guys, we don't have that right to exert control over our wives this way or demand something from her. Um, this is about mutuality. Uh, She needs to enjoy and you need to enjoy. But to do there, to get there, uh, it requires vulnerability, safety, safety, um, security, and love. Like We need those things. And that's more than just the physical act. It's not about just the orgasm. It's about everything that goes into it. Are you being kind to one another? Using kind words? Are you loving each other and serving each other? Um, Your love languages, for instance. Uh, If you don't know that great book by Gary Chapman, go read it uh, to learn what each other's love languages are. Um, Are you leaning into that? Um, Are you spiritually engaging with each other uh, in your faith? Uh, Are you doing that? Um, What are you doing to really show love to one another? And then you come together in your making of love. That's just a fuller experience uh, and a better, more powerful experience because you're showing love throughout your marriage, not just this one little area. And that's what making love is. It really is. It's about learning to connect with each other. It's about learning to become one with each other. And it's about mutuality. This isn't a one-sided affair. And that's the problem with sex. If we just think of sex and we port that over into our marriage, it's about me, my needs. You got to do this because that's your duty. We take verses out of context. We use them when it's not for us. And we use that as a a weapon. We weaponize it to control our spouse. And we shouldn't do that. One way or the other, wives to to husbands, husbands to wives, that shouldn't be a thing. Um, There needs to be some tenderness and kindness and love in this. And that's really key within the context of marriage. So just because you're married doesn't mean we get this, right? And that's Matt and I, we both get this because early on in our marriage, yeah, I mean, I would definitely elevate my pleasure over my wife's pain. And um, often in the first few years, there can be some pain. Um, but, and I'm just gonna say this if for women out there, if pain is an ongoing thing, get some help. Um, um, vaginismus is a, is a thing. And not only that, sometimes there can be some trauma in this area. If we've uh, enforced our needs upon another, um, that can cause trauma. Um, and I shudder to think of the pain that I put my wife through in that regard, um, not being sensitive to her needs. And she was doing it. And sometimes, you know, wives don't express the pain they're going through. And that's not a good thing too. We got, part of this is vulnerability. We share and we talk, we communicate what's going on. And if there is pain, we talk about it. And then, you know, if we need to pull back for season, get some help in that regard or uh, learn what's going on, that's a key thing. And that's part of love making. Um, And and that's the, the thing that's lost. If we just view it as a physical act, the sexual act and That's, we don't want that for you. We want you to have a fullness uh, of what God has for you in marriage. And it can be a great thing for you. God designed sex to be a mutual gratifying thing. But when we engage with it, we're focused on other, when we're not so focused on my needs, I need to get this from you. But instead, let's do this together. Let's walk in this together and love each other through this. Um, Oh man, you experience sex in a far different way. Lovemaking in a different way, I should say. Let's keep to the theme here. Um, but let's let's just move forward in that. And so I know that's a lot to unpack because there's a lot of cultural baggage with some of this stuff, right? Like sometimes we were taught a certain thing growing up and depending on our tradition or grow, uh, background, maybe there's some unlearning that needs to happen and we need to learn what God actually has intended for us.
0: Brad, and I'm sure what you said was good, but all I can think is just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making love. Very white. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. not, not a very white. I think it's a Braden Abner. Oh, out. well, <laughs> I can't <laughs> get
1: the deepness, the throatiness of his voice. You know I man,
0: Great voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to ask the Lord to get that out of my yeah. mind. i just, well, just yeah. laughing the I whole time. I hope so, for shit. your sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Making love. <laughs> yeah that's right oh my goodness <laughs> man so I was speaking to this college group some of you guys listening are probably there um and uh at the U of A here and I asked them what what uh I forget exactly what the question was but it was something like what has porn taught you that is that is contrary to what healthy sex is in marriage and there were eight or ten guys and silence. <laughs> and I realized none of them are married. None of them know what Megan Love is. None of them have really had a lot of experience. Some of them have had sex. Most of them hadn't. And so I I want to encourage you, though, like if you're single, think about your view towards sex and think how much is selfish and motive. How much is just for you? and if you need to ask people who you're close to and that you trust um about about married sex that's so helpful when when my wife and i were getting married it was like a week or two before our marriage where we were starting to have these conversations with people which is great we were really happy that people helped us out but if you can get that earlier and start learning more about your warped view of sex that came from porn or from this world or from hookups um, and realize what ma- what making love really is, then then there's a lot of power in that. So take action on that. It's going to set you up for good things. And if you're married, have that conversation with your spouse. What could I do for you? Because that's how to make love. What do they want? What could I do for you that you would enjoy? What could I? What do? I, what do I do that doesn't make you feel like I value you or make you feel safe? Um, let's let's have conversations and ask questions with each other and if you need to repent and or, or to each other or apologize about anything apologize if you need to forgive something forgive that thing and uh make sure that your your lovemaking experience is one of safety of fun and and connection where it's not just about the physical act not just about the orgasm but you come away with it going man i feel really close to this person i feel like we just made love so ask questions let's uh let's get better at this and i hope that helps so Tune in next week if you haven't listened to all the episodes, um, which I'm sure you haven't, just because there's a bunch. Go, feel free to if you're on YouTube here, you can go to the app and um, any app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There's podcasts uh, or, or the episodes on all the apps, and and you can just take in a lot. There's different episodes for so many different topics. So, um, thanks for being part of our tribe, and uh, if you can share this with anybody, leave a review. That would be awesome too. God bless.